0: there'll be no more waiting left for our souls. One day there'll be no more children longing for home. One day when the kingdom comes right here where we stand, we will see the promised land. Promise There'll be no more anger left in our eyes. One day the color of our skin won't cause a divide. One day we'll be family standing here. tongue will confess, one day when our tired and weary bones find their rest, one day when the power of evil's brought to an end, we will see the promised land, we will see the promised land.
1: 412 minister. We are glad you are here with us tonight. Um, I know you're all watching and thinking, what in the world is Cole Pierce doing up there doing the intro? Surprise! It's not Cole Pierce. It is me. It is just me. I'm probably freaking Emily out right now. She's thinking, when did my brother leave me? It's not Cole. Emily, it's okay. It's just me. But you can see I am dressed up. I am excited to be here tonight. I hope you're all excited to be here with us online. But me, personally, I dressed up in my Wednesday finest. Uh, basically, this, this is, again, one of Thad's outfits. But here's the deal. Last week, I put out a challenge to our what I call the ballers group. That's our sports folks. I'm not going to go back into what all I challenged you on, but I would like to report that there were a couple of you that let me gave me some feedback on that challenge. For example, DJ Stovall. She, she took that soccer ball into the dining room and started kicking it toward the, the window like a goal, just like I told her. And, and she, she took it to a whole other level. She went in there and kept missing the window until Dad, <laughs> Dad, get out of the way. Let me show you how to do this. Bam, crash. Way to go, Deborah Jane. You did a good job. And unfortunately, Mama came in there. She wasn't so excited about it. And, um, well, we hope your dad recovers soon and that he comes out of that coma. He will. You just, you just keep, be right there when he wakes up because you did a good job. Uh, another one I think was Miss Layfield. Alex, I'm proud of you for taking that softball. And, and, but before you did, you did exactly what I said. You asked Dad, hey, is it okay if I do a little batting practice? And if, I've told you, Dad, you're clueless. And of course he said, yeah, sure, whatever. So you did just that. Now, apparently the, the living room was not the place. I did say the living room, but apparently that was the wrong place. I've heard that you may be shipped off to Antarctica. But listen, girl. That was a that was a chance I was willing to take, um, so we hope you come back soon. But w- I, I'm just so excited that some of you uh, took that initiative on that challenge. So this week, I want to reach out to another group, what I'm going to call the talent. Okay, the talent, because they're in they're in the theater. That's how the work with me. That's how the pompets people say it's theater. Theater. Now, I'm calling them the talent. That doesn't mean they're more talented than any of the rest of you in 412. I, I've, I've often said you are all equally talented. Basically, that bar is really low, okay? It's way down here. So you are all equally talented. Nothing. No, not, I'm just calling them the talent. But what I, what I want to challenge our talent with tonight is this. You like to act. So I would like for just this one week for you to act like a normal human being. Okay? I think you can do it. I'm not sure. But I would like to challenge you to act like a normal human being. Pretend. You like to pretend you're somebody that you're not, you know, you're doing that little play. Pretend. Pretend that you like your brothers and sisters. Pretend that you like your parents. You know? Pretend. It's a stretch. But we need to stretch your, your abilities. So I want you to pretend this week that you like those people. So... So that is the challenge. I I want to encourage you all to pretend and act like you respect your parents and do what they want. Look, I know it's a big deal. If they ask you to clean your room, how dare they? If they ask you to clean up after yourself, wash your own dishes, that's borderline child abuse. And I support you that you shouldn't have to do it. But just for this one week, let's do it. Connor, Carson... I've heard, I've heard stories that sometimes you just like to dress up. What I would say, dress up like Cinderella. Get you a little broom, dance around, sing a song to the birds, clean up your room. And that way, when your parents see that, it's going to freak them out and they probably will never ask you to do that again, okay? That's the challenge I'm putting out to you. I think you can all do it. I, I would like to get some more feedback on those stories and see how it went, so just text me. Email me. If you don't have my, t- my phone number to text me, just call me, okay? You, you can't call me. You're probably wondering, oh, I'll just call you. You can't. If you don't have my number to text me, you can't call me either, geniuses. So anyway, but you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Call, text, Corey. He loves to get text in the middle of the night, sometime after 12 a.m., middle of the night. So there's one other challenge to the entire group. And, and I'm serious here, I would like to get some video back. So if you, if you will record yourselves, and hey look, bring your family into this. Bring, bring your little brothers and sisters into this. We want, to rec- we want a recording of you guys doing the chicken dance. And just to make sure we're all on the same page, we've got a little clip here just to make sure you know what we're doing. So let's play that clip. Okay, I think you get the idea, and I want to make sure to thank our very own Jim Franklin for doing that video for us to give you an idea of what to do. I didn't know the man had moves like that. That was impressive. But I bet you guys have better moves, and we would like to see you doing that chicken dance with or without your your family. The more, the merrier. Hey, for all I care, get a live chicken. Well, that, PETA, PETA will come after me. Don't get a live chicken. But we want to encourage you to do that. If you will do it, text me, let me know. Text one of the leaders, let us know. We'll get that video from you so that we can then show it online to everybody else how talented you are. Just like Jim Franklin right there. So with that said, what, what I'd like to do is, is go back to our conversations on quarantine. It's affected us all. But what we've got a couple of videos that I want us to look at because really we need to focus on who it's affected the most. And that's our pets. They are not used to you being stuck inside with all of you smelly kids all day. So we want, to, we want to recognize the impact it's had on our pets. So we got a couple of videos we're going to show you about that.
2: So into the final minute and all of it in possession. But this is where Mabel is strong, chasing the game, using that intensity. We saw it in the semifinal, staring at a slightly torn cloth rabbit for over seven and a half minutes. And Perhaps a few signs of overconfidence from her rival, a bit of showboating, needs to be careful. And there's the change from the classic hold, still placed on the outside, though great technique, and a glance at the youngster who shows little emotion, but her mind will be empty. Twenty seconds to go now, Olive closing in on victory in that coveted prize of being told she's a very good dog. One paw to control and a switch. Now, Mabel's sensing this might be a chance, still waiting still believing and you wonder what olive is doing here only has to hold on going to the upright though high tariff with no opposable thumbs high risk at this stage and it's gone and mabel takes it no mercy from the younger dog who takes this victory just as time runs out a famous win built on patience and sheer belief for olive only thoughts of what might have been but only herself to blame she's given this one away and that will hurt most of all bad dog Upset. I got some bad news Better call the vet Oh, no As the flames go higher
3: Oh, the dog's on fire
4: Yeah, we got to look out on the bright side now We'll save a lot of money on puppy chow Oh, yeah I'm not a liar Oh on fire.
2: <laughs> you know that I always thought he was a good little fellow. Now run to the store, get a bag of marshmallows.
4: <laughs> okay, a lot of you missed that. That's real funny. Come on, people, get with it. I don't have cue cards tonight. We will take
1: these cameras down. You come on, get with
4: it. <laughs> that dog
2: cost me about a hundred dollars. Now all that's left is a ten-cent collar. <laughs> I'm starting to perspire.
3: Oh. The dog's on the fire. Oh, the dog's on the fire. Oh,
4: everybody! Oh, it's going to be a good night. Thank you. Man. Everybody. Oh, that's sick. You're all sick. I like you.
1: Well, it is going to be a good night. So I hope um, you're all ready to worship tonight, but. Uh, if it's obvious, you know, we play some Tim Hawkins videos. I'm a big fan of Tim Hawkins. I suggest that you uh, watch some of his stuff online. Uh, he's been in concert that we got to watch him. Uh, I'd love to go watch him when he's here local sometimes. So, But I'll tell you this. When I was watching those two dogs go at it and try to fight over that bone, I was trying to think of who in our youth group that reminded me of the most. And first came to mind the competitiveness of, of Sadie and Sydney. but I realized, you no. Know, Sydney would have taken that bone and beaten Sadie to death, so it wasn't them. And then I thought, well, maybe it's it's Jessica and MK, but and I realized, you know, Jess, MK would have just gave Jessica the death stare, so that wouldn't have been that wasn't them. And then I realized it had to be most closely resembled to to, to Daniel and Gracie, uh, the Gilberts. Yeah, that that's probably who I would relate those two dogs. So. That dog fight, too. So I want to congratulate Gracie for winning that battle of the bones. So good job out there. So tonight we want to, um, we want to do what we normally do. We want to read some scripture. We want to uh, have some time for music, and then we're going to have our lesson. So uh, just want to make sure you take some time now. Let's get our Bible, Bibles out, and let's uh, get ready to worship the Lord. Let's get our minds right. So let's turn, turn with me to Isaiah, Isaiah 55. We're going to read Isaiah 55. Verses one through nine tonight. So get your Bibles out or read along on the screen with me, okay? Isaiah fifty-five, starting in verse one, says, "Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you will have. And you, who have no uh, money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread, and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good." And let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear, and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you. The sure mercies of David. Indeed, I have given him, a witness, given him as a witness to the people, a leader and commander for the people. Surely you shall call a nation you do not know, and nations who do not know you shall run to you, because of the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel." For he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while you may be found, while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and he, and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will, uh, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So let's pray. Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you that you are an all-knowing, all-loving God, that you are just, that you um, watch over us, and that you protect us. We thank you um, that you are willing to send your son to take the penalty for our sins so that we could have salvation through him. We thank you for tonight. We just pray that um, everything we do tonight is pleasing to you. That the word that that the message that Corey teaches is uh, the words that you would have him to speak. We thank you for loving us. We pray for this week that all that we do would honor you. We pray for continued safety for our church body. We lift up those that um, we've had some, like Bruce Grubbs, that's dealing with his uh, recovery from the heart surgery. We pray that you would just bless him, bless his family. Pray for Ron and his daughter. Pray that you would just continue to bless her with her recovery after the, the car accident. Thank you for loving us all. We thank you for um, our salvation. We thank you for Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen.
5: All right, guys. Hope that y'all had um, a good week, a good Easter Sunday, and everything with it being all weird. I know that we um, enjoyed it. We still got dressed up and took pictures. And, um, it's just really been on my heart this week, just that we shouldn't just celebrate Easter on Easter Sunday, but that we should just always celebrate not only the resurrection of Jesus, but what he did for us on the cross. So, um, that's kind of where my heart was when we were picking out these songs. So y'all just worship with us. so much for the platform that you have just blessed us with to be able to still um, be together and just open your word God and I pray for Corey as he brings your message Lord that you would just speak through him and let his words fall, fall to the ground just give him good recall for what he's been studying in your name I pray amen
6: well hello everybody In an attempt to be a little bit more interactive with you, heathens, um, why don't y'all, if y'all have any questions or comments, productive comments, not just comments, but things that might add value to us. um, If y'all have those, text Amanda um, during the lesson, after the lesson, anything like that. Um, If you do it after, do it immediately after, Um, and that way if you've got something uh, you want to say or you want some more clarity on, just send Amanda a text and she'll get with me and I'll try and answer that um, during this lesson, okay? So just do that. Again, we're trying to make this as much like a normal youth group night as possible, um, but better because we don't have to see you in person, Uh, but you still get to see us, so that's cool. Um, you get to see the good looking ones, Chris and I, um, the other two are where they belong off camera. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's, let's go to the Lord in prayer and then we're going to begin our lesson. Okay. Emily, Father, Lord, <clears throat> I just pray that you would really just, um, do away with me right now. Father, just in the next 20, 30 minutes that um, it would not be me doing this, but it would be you. Father, if I bring anything to the table, it's sinful. Um, And Lord, I I need you to rid me of myself um, because I belong to you, like that song says. Father, I am dependent on this to be you and not me. Um, I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to be um, in violation of your word. Father, I pray that you would open our hearts, Lord, our eyes to your word. Um, It is truth. Father, I pray that um, you would do that, Lord, tonight. I know for me has been convicting um, this message, Lord, and as most of the time it is because I'm I'm fallen, Lord. Um, You know that. I'm so just bad. And when I look at Scripture and who I am compared to that, Lord, it is just... I fall so short and so Father I I pray that as tonight's message is going to be difficult to hear Lord that we would hear it Lord and that you would uh, work in us to make us more like you Father I'm thankful for your sign Lord just the reflection like Savannah was saying um, of Easter and what your son did and the crucifixion of the resurrection Lord um, I'm so thankful that it did not stop there Lord but he is working now and there is work to be done Lord, and I I look forward to that. Um, I'm excited about that. So, Father, I pray that um, tonight would be of benefit to us all. Lord, uh, I take comfort in knowing that your word does not return void. Lord, that there will be good that comes out of this. So, Lord, I trust that to you, uh, and I love you. Junior, never pray, with all my heart, I love you. Amen. All right, so tonight's lesson is going to be titled, Dummies and Doubters. Dummies and doubters, and most of you are the first one, y'all are dummies, okay? So say that in love, there's a lot of love there, but y'all are dumb. So uh, anyways, we're going to be looking at James 1, 5 through 8, okay? So we're going to kind of pick up, continue um, moving forward in James, at least for right now, and I don't know if we'll be here next week, but this is what the Lord wanted this week, so we're going to be obedient, and we're going to go through verses 5 through 8. So let's take a second and read that real quick. All right, verse 5 in chapter 1 of the book of James. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double minded man unstable in all his ways um, so before we really get into the meat of this um, I kind of want to give you all a picture of the double-minded man um, so I know in youth group we've got kind of some 16 year olds 17 year olds 18 year olds so we've got some drivers and um, if you've driven any kind of amount of time especially here in I guess Alabama um, you will see squirrels like in the road okay and kind of the, the picture I want y'all to see here is that a double-minded man, and we'll, we'll get to this later, but just to start off, a double-minded man is like a squirrel in the road, all right? And if you're driving, and all of a sudden there's a squirrel in the road, I mean, what that squirrel does is incredible, because that squirrel goes just, wow, 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 wow I mean, it's going everywhere, right? I mean, it's like, doesn't know what to do, it runs this way, then it's like, no, I'm going to run this way, then it's, no, I'm going to run this way, and then, then it goes back and I'm already out of breath. Wow, and um, anyways, that squirrel goes crazy, and that's kind of the picture of this double-minded man. He's, he's on this side of the road, then he runs to this side, and he's never really out of danger, but he is running so hard, running so fast, just back and forth, back and forth, okay? So when we get there, I kind of want y'all maybe that, that picture of the crazy squirrel, um, and you know what? We'll name that squirrel Megan, okay? Okay? Megan. So when we think of that, let's just think of Megan, right? I love you, dear. You're, you're beautiful and squirrely. All right, so verse five. So the first word, we're, really what we're going to do here in these, in these verses is we are going to dive in and just tear them apart. We're going to look at several words um, in trying to do a word study, a very brief word study on each word And then we're going to kind of summarize it at the end, kind of similar to last week. Because, again, I think that um, there is some, some meat to get here that if we just read it and we don't study it, we're not going to be able to consume. Okay? And we want to eat that meat. So, all right. First word is lax. So if any of you lax, and when we see this lax, I want you to think um, destitute of or not having. Okay, so this is if any of you are not having wisdom. All right, wisdom is the knowledge and practice of the requisites for godly and upright living. All right, and I want you to notice here, it's not knowledge like or practice, but it's knowledge and practice. It's a very important what is that and word? A conjunction word? Somebody? Is that conjunction? <laughs> yes. So that's a very important conjunction here. Thad would be so proud. Um, because it takes both knowledge and practice to be wise. Okay? I mean, if you think about it, if all you have is knowledge, you're just intelligent, but you're not really wise. And the same goes for practice. If if you've got a ton of practice, but you don't really have any knowledge, then... I mean, you think about a sport. If If I'm... It, it's like... If I practice all the time and I'm good but I don't really understand what I'm doing, I'm, I'm really limited on where I can go. I'm probably not going to get past high school ball, right? If I'm a baseball player, I'm not probably not going to get to play in college. I'm probably not going to get to play in the pros because I don't understand what I'm doing. But when you put them both together, you get something awesome, and here it's wisdom. Okay, so knowledge and practice, and then we see this phrase, let him ask. I believe it's "Iateo," is the Greek word, aeteo. Um Ask Dr. Hugh, Hugh Lee later. Um, he'll tell you what it is. And very lovingly, more lovingly than I ever would. So, but it's let him ask. And it's to ask, it's to beg, it's to call for, to crave, desire, require. Okay, so when we see this word, I really want us to see um, beg. I want us to see uh, crave, desire. Those are really good, powerful words, I think, for us as we're, as we're looking at this. So what we're, seeing, what we're seeing here is if any of you does not have the knowledge and practice that is required for godly living, then let, let's beg God. We need to be begging God. We need to be craving for that, desiring for that. All right? And the cool thing here, th- this is like so beautiful. I love it. I love it. Um, the give here is to give, it's to grant, it's to give to one asking Okay, and the really cool part here is that I mean, what James is saying here in the Greek is that who gives so God it, it, I mean that's the who here. it's it's God is the who, so James is saying who so God gives, he's giving to one asking, so there's there's a requirement from us. we need to come asking, right? I mean, you're seeing that here. I, I hope you're seeing it. If any of you doesn't have wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to the one asking. And he does it liberally. All right, this has the idea that God does this based solely on his desire to bless. And I love, love, love that the Greek in this context speaks to that because I am so thankful that wisdom coming to me has very little to do with me. I mean, sure, I'm I'm needing to ask here, Really, the wisdom that I have, I have because God has a desire to bless me with it. And so it really comes back to God. And, and guys, I really hope that as we have been studying His Word, and, and hopefully that you have been studying His Word on your time, that you're seeing that everything points back to God in this book. Everything points back to Jesus. I mean, it, it, it is consuming Him. And so I love how even here, where there's a little bit of requirement on our end, it goes straight back to God. It's all based on him. So this wisdom that we should desire, that we may lack or we may have, we have it because God desires to bless us with it. All right? And this reproach, I love this, Um, it is to cast in one's teeth. And so if you're not real familiar with what that means, it's to punish, right? It's to punish someone or reproach them for an action. Um... And guys, I know y'all don't know um, Clifton Gardner, but he's Ron Gardner's youngest son. And when I was in youth group, um, we had a nickname for him. His nickname was Dictionary or Webster. That's what we called him, Webster. And I remember one time, um, I think it was Rob, asked him, or really us as a group, um, can somebody define discern, discernment? And Clifton's response, discernment, to discern between right and wrong and I've ever since then I've always loved defining a term with the word <laughs> like so here when I see reproach and it's or reproach someone for an action I think I think of Webster so there's a there's a shout out to Clifton if if you're watching love you buddy um so just kind of summarize this this verse here if you want to live and think right then ask God to help you in that and he won't punish that request okay so we can know that though we may lack wisdom, we can come to God and go, God, I'm, I'm not wise, maybe in this area or, or maybe at all. And God's response is not going to be to pull out the belt or the whip and just start cracking. I mean, that's not his response. His response is to lovingly go, I want to bless you with this. And so I really want to challenge us to Find areas in our life where there is wisdom that is lacking and to know that we're not going to a God that's going to go, you idiot, why aren't you smarter than that? That's not the response here, okay? We, we know that we can come to him, and, and it's not going to be with reproach. It's going to be without it. So we're not going to be punished for this. This isn't something that we're supposed to be looked down on. It's not something that we should come into the sight of God and go, oh, God, I'm so stupid, please help me, and and expect a punishment. It's really the opposite. We're to expect to not be punished for this. So, I mean, like, take that and just rejoice with it because it makes me feel very excited that I know I can come to to God, like the God of all creation, and go, God, I'm not wise here, and I know I'm not going to be punished for it. All right, that's the expectation here. I know I'm not going to be punished. All right, verse 6, but let him ask in faith with no doubting For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. All right, so one of the first words we see here is faith. It's to trust or to have confidence in God or Jesus Christ. To trust or to have confidence in God or Jesus Christ. All right, no doubting here um, really translates to nothing doubting. All right, so when when I looked at the Greek here, I, I literally saw nothing doubting and it really what what we're getting here is it means wholly free from doubt okay so but let him ask in confidence with wholly free from doubt that's that's what we're communicating here that's what James is saying i mean it's it's like a double positive here it's have complete trust and confidence in god comma wholly free from doubt comma i mean it's like I'm going to reiterate it. I mean, that's what James is doing. He's saying the same thing twice. So, I mean, I know you all haven't been in school for, what, a month now? Um, So maybe your brains are gone forever. I don't know. Um, But when a teacher says something twice, it's pretty important. It's like putting it on the chalkboard or the whiteboard. I can't believe I said chalkboard. The whiteboard. There's 1985 for you. Um, Looking at the whiteboard, right, with the markers. And um, you knew that that was going to be on the test. Well, here we see James saying it twice, back to back. It's important. So stop and look at it, okay? Have complete and total confidence in God. All right, the wave. What we're looking at is dashing or surging wave. And really, it's it's a beautiful kind of word picture here because when we see, when we think of waves, we think of like the ocean. And I know like half of y'all are like looking at your computers going, oh, the ocean. Well, they're shut down till May, so get over it, okay? So, but the sea here, think of the the waves. I mean, they're they're powerful, but they kind of go all over the place, right? And that's kind of what James is getting at here, is tossed by the wind. This tossing by wind is used of a person whose mind wavers in uncertainty between hope and fear. A question, anybody been there? Like anybody been there with this maybe this idea or Something that's happening and you're like, man, I'm wavering, I'm uncertain between hope and fear. And it's between doing and not doing a thing, okay? And so, really, um, shout out to our seniors. Um, I'm sure that y'all are experiencing this. It's pretty natural, unfortunately, um, that your senior year, as it comes to a close, that you begin to be looking at what you're going to be doing after your high school career is over, and that can cause a lot of uncertainty, a lot of anxiety, and the natural tendency is to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth in a lot of areas in your life, and I'm here to tell you, like James told you, don't do that, okay? Be confident, trust in the Lord, right? That's where your confidence can be, so, and even juniors, I know y'all are kind of getting in that mentality, but y'all are so focused on Oh I'm going to be a senior y'all aren't y'all aren't really feeling that right now you'll feel it in a couple of months but seniors you're you're really starting to see that and so my encouragement to you is don't be like this person here that James is talking about being tossed to and fro like a like a wave being tossed by the wind be steady, be constant have confidence in the lord all right and so much confidence that he's going to reiterate it twice all right so summary here is Let us ask of God having complete trust and confidence, completely without doubt, mind you, because doubt will drive you back and forth. Doubt creates inconsistency, where faith creates consistency. Okay? And we're going to see that here in just a minute. All right? Verse 7. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. All right? There it is. The man that doubts God shouldn't expect that he would receive anything from God, all right? When I was looking at the Greek, quite honestly, it's pretty well translated. Um, there wasn't a whole lot more to dive into here that I, I saw um, for our purposes, so that's, that's really what I want you to take is the man that doubts God shouldn't expect that he would receive anything from God. All right, in James 1.8, he is a double-minded man. Unstable in all his ways. He is a double minded man, unstable in all his ways. All right, double minded here is a really cool Greek word that I don't know how to say, so just read it. Um, but it's wavering, it's uncertain, it's doubting, okay? Wavering, uncertain, doubting. In ways here is a way of thinking, feeling, and deciding in all his purposes and actions. So this is a pretty wide blanket statement James is making here. All right, and really what it's communicating is that the doubt will control you instead of your faith or trust in God. All right, this doubt creates inconsistency. Remember, it creates an inconsistency in your life, which makes you movable. That inconsistency inconsist- allows you to go back and forth. It makes you like that squirrel running from one side of the road to the other. That's what that doubt does. But when your faith and trust is in God, this creates a consistent consistency in your life, which makes you immovable. You're not going back and forth anymore. Okay, you're not like a squirrel going from one side of the street to the other. Okay, you're going to be more like a savannah. Come on up here, savannah, please. I gotta gotta do something with you for just a second. All right. Hopefully this works. If it doesn't work, wasn't my idea, and I was forced to do this. It's Chris's idea. All right, hold that, Savannah, for me. Just like that. All right, and there we go. It's a pitcher of water, and I'm gonna let you pour down. It it's okay. <laughs> Keep pouring. Keep pouring. All right, that's good. All right, I'm gonna put this bag right here. That's warm water too, so if it doesn't work, it's warm water. (laughs) All right, so as we're doing this, I'm gonna ask you some questions here in just a second. Get some of the air out. Okay, let's make sure it's real. All right, we're good there. Give me this. Alright, you can sit down sit down you can still sit down all right so can y'all see this like bag of water I'll see that she is so nervous and I'm loving this all right so is Savannah gonna act more like a squirrel that doubts or more like somebody who has confidence trust Alright, so what do y'all think is gonna happen if I take this bag and I hold it over her head, and then I take said pencil and I push it into the bag? You think it'll make her act like a squirrel? Or you think she's gonna be confident and have trust? Guess we'll find out. Alright. Alright, so y'all see that pencil's all the way through? That's one. Let's see how many more we can do here. That's two. Oh. All right. There's three. You want to do one more? Do one more. And there's four. All right. So see there? She's immovable. She's immovable, y'all. All All right. You see that? So here we have, you can uh, take that with you. There you go. There's your prize from the county fair. All right, here you go. You can take this with you, too. <laughs> All right, so what I really want y'all to see here is that that confidence, that trust, made Savannah immovable, right? She just sat here. She didn't get up. She didn't spaz out. I mean, she did it internally, but not externally. <clears throat> Why? Because she had confidence. She had trust. And nonetheless, in a Ziploc bag filled with water, putting pencils through it. I mean, that is kind of insanity to me. But she had confidence in that and trust in that. How much more should we have confidence and trust in God who literally said, Be, and it was. I mean, he spoke all of this into existence. And it is. Guys, we can have so much trust, so much confidence in that, so much more that if the stakes were so much higher that Savannah could still sit here and be immovable. Okay, so that's our challenge, is that as life is changing stuff around us and where we might, the natural tendency would be like to act like that squirrel just going crazy in that road, that James says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him, but let him ask in faith with no doubting we can have confidence. We can have trust. All right. Do we have uh, any questions? No, nothing. Y'all are so perfect. That's awesome. That is so cool. Or y'all are asleep. One of the two. I don't know which. So, all right. Well, let's um, let's close in some prayer. And then I probably shouldn't have had Savannah take that because she's got to sing. So, but we'll close in some prayer and um, then we'll worship the Lord. Okay. Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that um, I could be the man that has complete and total trust and confidence in you. Lord, that as the world throws things at me, that makes me feel squirrely, that I could be immovable, that I would have complete and total confidence and trust in you, wholly without doubt. Lord, there would be no doubt whatsoever. Father, that is what you desire. Father, I pray that um, you would give me wisdom, Lord, and that's the knowledge and the practice, Lord, that I wouldn't just take what your word says and leave it there as head knowledge, but that I would apply it to my life and that that would allow me to live a godlier life. Father, I cannot do this apart from you. I need you to control me. Lord, I need you to just really indwell me and just push me to the side and just you inhabit me. Father, I pray that um, as we are still adjusting to our new normal, Lord, that we would do so without any doubt. Lord, that we would do so in complete and total confidence in you because you're worthy of that. You are God alone. Or, like we sang tonight, you have no rival and you have no equal. There is no one like you. There's No one in your category, no one in your universe. That we can have confidence in and that we can trust. Lord, I pray that we would. Lord, I pray that this 412 ministry would be a ministry that is um, so fixed on you. Lord, I pray that um, our students, Lord, would come alongside of each other and come alongside of the other members of this church and that they would help to strengthen each other, Lord, in your power. Father, I've been encouraged with the um, Bible groups that that we have seen just happen through Zoom and FaceTime and anything else that they can get their hands on, Lord, and I just I'm thankful that our students are taking advantage of that. And I, Lord, I, I'm, it, it is so exciting to see you working in the students. Lord, I um, do pray for the time that we can get back together in person. Lord, I, I love them and I miss them, and I know the other leaders do as well. Father, but what I do know is that we will trust you, and we will have complete confidence in you. Lord, it's in your precious and truly holy, holy Holy name that I pray. Amen.
5: Grand earth is quaked before, moved by the sound of. The seas that are shaken and stirred With me
1: Okay. Well, thank you for being with us tonight. We're glad you could be here with us if um, I hope you had a good time. If, if you are visiting, we appreciate you being part of this tonight. If you are interested in getting information, if if your friend invited you, reach out to them. Or you can go to our website, gccdearfoot.com, so that you can get information on, on if you want to be a part of this group. If you're in 7th grade through 12th grade, we welcome you and look, look love to have you be a part of the group, 412 Ministries. So, a um, couple of announcements before we dismiss. Just a reminder, Ladies Bible Study. Er, they're on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays, but they're not meeting this Friday. This Friday, you got off. Uh, but next Monday, the, the 20th, 7 o'clock, they're going to be studying the book of Philippians. So uh, so if you want to join that, you can reach out to Megan or Amanda. If you're not already a part of it, they'd love to have you. And then announcement number two is the summer retreat. Uh, Sunnyside Tennis Beach and Resort. Cost three dollars 25 we're, we're still planning on going May 30th through June 6th. If you have not already, please make sure to contact Amanda or Megan by that date. Look, there's a date that's given, April 29th. Please make sure to let them know. Uh, we hope that you can uh, go, but if either way, please let them know. So that's it. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate you being a part of this ministry. We th- we're thankful for you and we'll be praying for you and look forward to seeing you next week. Take care.